You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball to take me out of here. He's here to stay. A fifth round pick out of Boston College in 2017 is here to stay. The Bills have their star, their muscle. They keep their grit and stay atop the AFC East going into 2021. All because of Matt Milano, baby! Woo! I waited for this very patiently. And I doubted his return. But then Brandon Bean began to listen to the Buff Hub. And he realized how much of a massive mistake losing Matt Milano would be. You damn straight! He's here to stay. Guys, I had planned someone getting on this podcast this week. But I have to reschedule it. This is bigger. What I had planned to talk about before this contract hit the market does not compare. Matt Milano, the Italian stallion, is staying in Buffalo, baby. Believe it. Soak it in. And we got Darrell Williams. We are spoiled as Bills fans. We have everything we need to take over the AFC East again and continue dominance from last year. Shout out to Sal Capaccio real quick before I get into this whole signing bonus and whatnot. And his salary starts off with a signing bonus of $7 million. From 2021, you got 5.3 million. 2022, you got 7.5 million. 2023, you got 9.25 million. 2024, 9.55 million. Ah, my goodness. Everything we were expecting was completely shit on by Brandon Bean. He said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know there's a lot of turmoil. I know we lost JJ Watt. We lost the opportunity, but I'm going to flex real quick. Because you think the Buffalo Bills are going back to the old Buffalo Bills. You're starting to forget 
what got us here. And it was continuity, baby. Continuity is here to stay. We got it on the defense and on the offense. Holy smokes. I'm pumped. For those of you who regularly listen, know that last week I was talking about hurricanes and rainy weather and just feeling like it was never going to end. The sun came out this week, baby. The sun came out. Broke through the rain, broke through the wind, broke through the thunder and said, whack, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm fucking leaving. Dude, (laughs) I don't even know what to say right now. Like I have been bottled up with so much emotion after seeing how it all transpired. You see John Brown get cut. You see Quentin Jefferson get cut. You see, you know, John Brown start to flush news, start judging Josh Allen, judging the process, judging how it all went down uncharacteristically. But look, I don't give a damn. He knew this was coming. He knew that the Buffalo Bills went 5-0 and without him. And he knows that Big Daddy Davis is taking over. Next year, I call it, man. I'm telling you, Gabe Davis is going to be the Buffalo Bills permanent wide receiver too. And he's going to be big time. God forbid Stephon Diggs goes down. When this guy develops, he's going to take over. The baton's going to be passed to Gabe Davis. Make no mistake. And John Brown knows that his value is not as strong as Matt Milano. It's not as strong as his. I knew going into free agency. That's why I felt like we were going to lose Matt Milano. Why would we cut John Brown and blah, 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 blah. But we know know how monumental the Buffalo Bills defense is when we get into the playoffs. We started a peak going into the playoffs. Sometimes when you bring new pieces in, that's what happens. But what you saw was a defense that was anchored by three people. Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, and Matt Milano. We know the difference that we have on defense without Matt Milano. Tight ends are getting faster, quicker, and we need a linebacker that can literally do it all. He's a converted safety. He knows how his play affects the backfield. That's amazing. The analogy I give of Matt Milano is like (laughs) Julian Edelman, for example. Julian Edelman was the reason the Patriots stayed relevant with Tom Brady, as well as Rob Gronkowski. Don't get me wrong. I've gone on the record that, you know, Rob Gronkowski has a bigger effect on the field. What I'm getting at as far as The analogy here, though, I don't want to get too deep into that, is Julian Edelman was a converted quarterback, went wide receiver. He knows what Tom Brady needs. He knows the angle. He knows what Tom Brady's looking at. He knows what he needs to do at breaking out of a route and when Tom Brady's going to release that football. He has a better understanding. And I am telling you right now, That is the mentality that Matt Milano has on the defensive side. He knows how to quarterback 
in the backfield and at the middle linebacker position. He knows the psyche. He knows the, you know, the psychology, if you will, of running a defense. And that's what you need. You need players like that. You need guys that know whatever I do will affect the defense X amount of ways. You ever notice that there are some players that just don't fit well into a scheme, but they're so talented? See, in order to get a big contract, talent and psychology, knowledge of the game, have have to coexist. Look at all of the great players. Think about like five great players that have gone through the test of time in the NFL and literally dwindled super quickly. Aaron Maben. (laughs) Carmazzi getting drafted over Tom Brady (laughs) to the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan Leaf. I can I can literally count to 100 players right now if I wanted to. I'm going to stop at three, even though I said five. Like, there are so many players that have talent, but don't really know how their presence affects their entire team. You can have, you know, a great amount of talent. You, you can affect a team positively at times, but consistency is key. Consistency wins championships. Consistency wins divisional titles. That's what the Patriots were doing all those years. They were just consistent. And Bill Belichick knew what consistent pieces needed to be there. They consistently beat the AFC East for over 20 years. They figured out the formula. And I'm telling you right now, Matt Milano is part, is a huge part of that formula of the Buffalo Bills dominating for a whole decade or more. However long you can play at this level. <laughs> like, and you, we can talk about Tremaine Edmonds, obviously, for Miles as well. But oh, this podcast is about the Italian Stallion. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm not going to get into anything else. You know, I'll talk about Daryl Williams. You know, I think he's definitely important as well. Uh, but I have a bone to pick because of, you know, Feliciano. I love Feliciano a little bit more. That's just me. But, man, am I happy. For those of you who are loyal listeners to Buff Hub on Buffalo Rumblings, you know me. You know how much I rave about Matt Milano, and you see his effect on the field. I started to rant before the season started, months before the season started, on how important it was for us to make sure to lock him up, keep him in the building. And Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott did not disappoint. I think he is literally the only player other than, I think, Jerry Hughes from the previous eras that, you know, as far as head coaches go and, 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 and management and whatnot, that has gotten re-signed to the Buffalo Bills. He belongs in Buffalo. He is that swagger we need to keep on the defensive side of the football. The way this man can dance around a defensive line and read what's happening in the backfield is elite. 
elite. We do not shut down Lamar Jackson without Matt Milano. There is so much more that we can expect now, especially because of consistency. Like, when you got Tremaine Edmonds not losing, you know, his Batman or his Robin, I don't even, (laughs) I feel like one week, you know, Matt Milano's Robin, the next week, you know, Tremaine Edmonds is, you know, Robin, and, and they're switching back and forth, Batman and Robin, Batman and Robin. Like, I just feel like they have that effect about each other. Like, they're so unselfish. They're just willing to help each other in that nickel um, or even in the 4-3, you know, regular defense. Like, it's so incredible to see just the consistency and growth in the defense over the last couple of years. And I can't, I just, for so many years, I just couldn't help but notice how important Matt Milano is to this defense, especially against tight ends, especially against these mobile quarterbacks that are up and coming. There are a lot of them. And they're not going anywhere. Now I want to quote Stephon Diggs real quick because it was something that hit me so hard. And I feel like everyone can relate to something simple that someone says, but when someone has gone through a lot, Sometimes the simplest thing they say can have a huge impact on how you view either a situation or even something with the football team. Like he literally said something so simple that really was so awesome was, you know, grass is greener where you water it. The grass is greener where you water it. And I feel like that is the mentality that people need to have being a part of the Buffalo Bills. It's not L.A., It's not Miami. It's not Boston. It's not Chicago. It's Buffalo. I'm from Buffalo. I'm from Kenmore. Something about Buffalo, though, I'll never forget. When you walk outside during fall, during winter, getting in and out of spring, like it just feels like a football town. It just feels like football belongs there. There's a reason Buffalo has weathered through the test of time. The culture, aside from how many disappointing years we had, is very rich in the community. And I know that had an effect on Matt Milano and his decision. Now, I don't know what his value was to other teams. I mean, Maybe that's going to come about you know, in the next couple of weeks. Like We don't know. But what we do know is that he wanted to stay here. Make no mistake. Good players want to play in Buffalo. Not just because the you know we're playing well, but they want to be a part of a community that appreciates them. Now there are some players out there, JJ Watt, that just want the money. They're missing out. There's a reason Andre Reed, Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, Jim Kelly, Ronnie Lott, Lofton, Metzlars, they all love Buffalo. It's because of the career they had in Buffalo that made them feel so special. I bet there are some of you out there right now that are working a career where you don't feel appreciated. <laughs> Maybe you're making a lot of money, but you're not appreciated. 
In the past, the Bills barely won after the 90s, late 90s and all that. We're still talking about players within those years. Do you ever think about that? We still talk about Takeo Spikes. We still talk about Aaron Schobel, Mario Williams, Drew Bledsoe, Peerless Price, Eric Moulds. I can go on and on and on and on and on. You know, as much as I do, that players, good players, great players, belong in Buffalo. Well done, Brandon Bean. Thank you. Thank you for appreciating Bills fans. Thank you for appreciating our opinion. Thank you for appreciating all of our insight. Cover one, Buffalo Fanatics. I can go on and on and on of all these podcasts that, you know, inside in Buffalo Rumblings, like we have so much content as Bills fans out there right now that we have, and we just, we support each other so much. We support the team so much and we have so many opinions. But one opinion, and I know every channel, Dan Mitchell, I know you hear me too, Believers Talk, Hashtag Sports, all of you guys that are listening, you guys know Matt Milano needed to stay in Buffalo. This was a community signing. You know how many key players the Bills lost throughout the years that we wish we would have kept? <laughs> and then they end up winning championships with other teams. Let this be a sign that the past is gone and Brandon Bean and company will do whatever it takes to keep the culture rich in Buffalo. A winning culture. Okay, so that was um, close to about... Eh. Close to about a year of pent-up emotion pertaining to Matt Milano. Let's move on to Darrell Williams now. <laughs> Thank you for listening, guys. Darrell Williams deserved that contract. Looks like it's definitely incentive-based. Got to earn a lot of it. But nonetheless, he deserved it. Now, I don't know where Feliciano stands now. Just like when, <laughs> you know, we started making those cuts, like everything was up in the air. We didn't know what the Buffalo, what the Buffalo Bills were trying to do as far as re-signing or signing someone new. Like, basically what the Bills did was they released John Brown and Quentin Jefferson to get, excuse me, to keep two players they wanted long-term. I definitely believe they wanted John Brown to stay. They wanted Quentin Jefferson to stay. But you cannot deny who is right behind them. Phillips is back. Ed Oliver is there. They showed up and showed out last year at the defensive tackle position. And at the wide receiver position, you got Gabe Davis. Big daddy Gabe Davis, baby. Big Daddy Davis. I'm telling you, man, this kid is going to play lights out in the future. But if we're talking about the offensive side here, like, it sucks. Because 
Cody Ford is still there at guard, and they had to make a really tough decision. I, who is there to play right tackle as good as Darrell Williams did last year? Not Cody Ford. You could tell Cody Ford belonged in the guard spot. It's it's tough. And this is what Brandon Bean was getting all Bills fans ready for. Tough decisions. I don't know how many are ahead, but I do know that they didn't plan for this. They didn't plan to just lose all these players because of the coronavirus and a, and a super shortened cap that dropped over $20 million. Mistake, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> they wanted to keep everyone. Of course they did. Brandon Bean is not an idiot. He unfortunately just had to, you know, use his contingency plan. <laughs> so here we are. I mean, the big question going into next season now is were these signings worth it in the end? Well, then we got to ask ourselves the question, what is the end then? What is the expectation? Is it a Super Bowl? Is it making it back to the AFC Championship? Is it going 13-3 and again? 13-3 and is really hard. And sometimes some chips need to fall where they fall for you to get that. But I'll, I'll definitely go on the record saying that the Buffalo Bills deserved every single bit of that 13-3 and season. And they definitely deserved to go to the AFC Championship. Getting back there is going to be interesting. Players are getting released all over the place. And it's going to keep happening week after week after week because <laughs> every team is looking at you know, the situation is in regards, obviously, going into the draft and upgrading certain positions. And uh, what if there's another surge next year? And then they have to be prepared for that. And then we don't know. What we do know is the present. And the present is telling us is be ready for anything. And there are some things that you're just, you're just going to have to bite the bullet on. Like losing a guy like John Brown. Which, I'll be honest with you, I thought, I thought it was very unclassy on how he went about talking about his situation with SiriusXM. And I'm going to go on the record saying here, I think that he decided to mouth off like that because not only is he bitter, but he wants to play with a rival to get back at the Buffalo Bills. Guaranteed. I know Miami's looking at him. Definitely know New England's looking at him. Don't believe he's going to want to sign with the Jets unless the Jets, you know, make a drastic move at quarterback at Deshaun Watson. Fact is this. Currently, right now, the Buffalo Bills are still talented enough to win the AFC East. Convincingly. Convincingly. We still don't know who's going to be the quarterback of the New England Patriots. Neither does Bill Belichick. Some people are believing Cam Newton goes back. Okay, you're still not better than the Buffalo Bills. 
basically what happened is we signed we signed Stefan Diggs and Stefan Diggs basically made it very clear that John Brown was expendable even with Stefan Diggs John Brown somehow finds a way to get injured that's very frustrating because you're not the number one you're not the number one choice anymore and you're out for five key games. So a rookie from UCF has to has to jump in your side. Uh, you know he's jumping all over the place to to basically do whatever he can to help the team win. But he's winning one on ones, and he's looking good doing it. Big Daddy Davis is a beast, man. And <laughs> you know. <sighs> There, there, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of questions going into next year as far as the offense goes. But guys, we have to give these young guys a shot. Gabe Davis, Dane Jackson, they need a shot. I think this is the year we give it to them. It's so crazy how these signings have a almost feel like a huge weight off your shoulders domino effect where now we're looking at every position less stressed. We're going into a draft where there's there's going to be a lot of talent to pick from. There is a lot of fast guys. There's, a, there, there's plenty of guys who can do what John Brown did. Now, as good as John Brown out of the gate, no. But definitely still are going to have an explosive offense nonetheless. My question, though, is do we really need speed as much as maybe we need a more dynamic tight end duo? That's just one question. That's just one thing that we can bring up that you know you have seen in the past when you have a dynamic tight end. <laughs> It opens up your entire offense, your run game, your pass game, your read option game. That's why I think Dawson Knox had such a greater impact this year because you saw how they were using him in the pistol formation and it was <laughs> defenses had to account for everything that Dawson Knox can do block, uh, you know, <laughs> catch, catch the, you know, the backwards screen, you know, shoot up the field, you know, win one on one. He's going to get better. But imagine someone else on the other side. Instead of completely relying on a speedy duo with, you know, Diggs and John Brown. Does that change the dynamic a little bit? Yes. But I will say this. I've been all over, you know, the chats of everyone, you know, posting their content. I have so much fun. And I really appreciate other Bill's content creators out there. I really do. And it's 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 great to just get in the comment section. Uh, shout out to uh, Judge Maths and um, and uh, Tilt Money, and you know they were talking about. <laughs> okay, my take was obviously a little bit <laughs> skewed as far as what they were talking about. They were talking about at, you know prospects coming out of the draft, but 
I had gotten to a point of really strongly believing, this was before John Brown got cut, that Gabe Davis is good enough to fill that role. And there were several times that Josh Allen just plain and simple missed him. And I know we're getting into kind of a, a rant here and we're going into a, you know, whole nother discussion here, but I just want it to be known that the Bills are still in a great position. If you take anything from what I'm saying in this podcast, have confidence and know the Bills are here to stay. They're not believing. So thank you guys again for joining me. This is the special edition of Buff Hub by far. This is the most special edition of Buff Hub by far, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Steve Vega. Have a great rest of your weekend, and let's fuck go Buffalo Bills. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.